Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and to episode 213 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. Yes, indeed, this live show is updated as a podcast the night of. If you want to follow that link, if you want to follow the podcast as a podcast, there is a link in the description below to my anchor.f account and it will indeed be broadcasted to all major podcasting platforms and if you happen to listen on any of those major platforms please consider leaving a review on all of those platforms and hello everyone hope everyone's tuesday is going very swimmingly tonight we'll be talking about a new or not really new but uh, one that's definitely gaining a lot of steam uh, that is a new social media account social media company called Minds. Uh, that's basically where I'm planning to uh, basically try and push the majority of my traffic from this point forward, trying to upload videos there directly. I'll talk a little bit more why I like Minds specifically. It's definitely not going to be for everyone, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Me and Quarter Black Carrot actually have been having a lot of fun on there today. So we'll talk a little bit about Minds. Don't worry, I'll still be accessible on all other platforms, including including on Twitter as well, because I know there are still some people that exclusively use that as a uh, as a source, use that as a way of contact. So I'm not getting rid of those completely, but obviously with this ever-growing uh, concern that a lot of us have about censorship and about these big tech companies trying to implement said censorship, I wanted to try and expand as much as possible to as many platforms as I could without going too much overboard. And that's why I've kind of settled on Minds since Gab is a total nightmare and one can't even access Gab. I've literally tried loading up the Gab page several times today and every single time I've had to wait over a minute and then I've given up completely. Uh, just does not seem to be a very polished platform at all. Whereas with Minds, I've had no hiccups with it. Obviously, there's going to be less people on that platform. But it's also a decentralized platform. There's cryptocurrencies options over there where literally just by engaging with content, you can actually gain uh, coins that you can then turn into cryptocurrency, which I think is actually kind of cool. Again, basically through your social interactions, you can gain money. I don't know. That just seems like a really cool concept, uh, especially as a content creator myself. And so I look to those things and I, I really think really do really do like the platform overall. But anyway, let's say hello to some people right now starting over on my D Live fam. What's going on, D Live fam? We got JKDBuck76. How is it going? We got Philly the Hobbit posting a fantastic gif. It's one of the highlights and one of the perks of D Live is that you can actually post some great gifs. And it's of one of the <laughs> one of the crazy women going insane during her rants in the car, yelling. I love it, fantastic. We got Captain J Rod, the beer guru. What's going on, good sir? Thank you for being one of my captains over on D Live. Philly the Hobbit is ready to come into war. It looks like with that fun, uh, looks like a Pepe the Frog in a military uniform trudging along. GIF. That's fantastic. I love it. Hope you are doing okay. Uh, JKBuck76 says, I found Minds to be very confusing and not very intuitive, so I deleted my account. Well, I think you should go back to it, man, because I honestly just don't see how it's not intuitive. It's got a news feed. It's got messages. It's got a way to search. I mean, to me, it seems very much uh, similar to most other social media platforms that I've used. And because there's so few people on there in comparison to others... It's a lot more quiet, and it's just a lot easier, you know, in my opinion, it's just easier to uh, to get around with. Obviously, it's not the exact same as a Twitter or as a parlor or as a Gab, but I kind of like that. It's unique enough to where it's different. 
but it also has some of those same staples that, for the most part, I'm actually very, very fond of. Uh, but obviously, it's not going to be for everyone. Not everyone's going to be able to do well with it. Uh, Daniel Thorne tagged and says, Happy National Kiss a Ginger Day. See, I would promote that, except they don't have souls. Anyway, so <laughs> Captain J-Rod, hope you're doing well, good, sir. Uh, let's say hello to my YouTube fam. What's going on, YouTube fam? We got Tina Bojan, who is here at 527. Thank you for being here, Tina. We got Orange Hat Reviews. Hail to you, Orange Hat Reviews. Says, I've been watching season one of Game of Thrones. After the initial shock value, I think it's decent, albeit a little too heavy on the sex and stuff. I agree. I That was one of my early critiques of the show early on was its over-reliance on sex. But I will say, I do think the show actually doesn't rely on it as much, especially as the seasons progress. It's almost like they did that to try and get people's attention and to try and make waves with the shock content, as you said, shock value content. But I felt like the stuff that existed in every episode other than that, because really you had, what, maybe a couple of minutes max of that kind of stuff in every episode, with all episodes being about 50 minutes plus long. So I felt like it wasn't as much, and really, they could have cut it out, and it would have been just as good. Um, And that's why I stuck around with the show, unfortunately, until the last season, when it really fell off the rails. Obviously, there were signs of it falling off before then, but season 8, I think almost everyone will agree, is the season when everyone was like, wait a minute, this is obviously not the same Game of Thrones. Some of us have kind of been denying it for a while with the previous seasons not being as great, and us just saying, but it's still got these actors and the characters and all that stuff. And with season eight, no one could pretend anymore. And uh, that's why I don't plan to ever watch it again. I have season one and two on on Blu-ray, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I I mean, I'm a collector, and so I, I should probably hold on to them, at least one of them is like a collector's edition of season one. And I do think season one is a solid season, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know when I would ever watch it again because season eight honestly just ruins it all. All right, see, Father says, oh, he deleted my comment. Who deleted your comment, Father? I didn't delete it. I I would not delete your father content. Uh, co- content? I would not delete, delete your content, Father. <laughs> Uh, it's a trap productions. Greetings. Good, sir. Golden ration tagged and says, good evening, Odin. Good evening. All good evening to you. Positive vibes. 2021. Glad to see you here. We got Tina B, the empress of the universe. One of my Valks, one of the mods on the channel. Thank you for being here, Tina B. Don't worry, Tina. I'm not going to make you learn minds unless you want to. Uh, <laughs> don't want to put another social media platform on your radar unless, unless you're looking for one. Uh, but thank you very much, Tina, for being here as always. Animation commentator, what's going on, my bro? Says, howdy, Odin. What's going on? Glad to see you here. And Tina is right. Please smash the like button if you're watching over on YouTube. I really would appreciate that. Also, please check out links in the description if you want to find out ways to follow me on social media, including my Minds account, as I mentioned previously, and I'll go more into detail about that in a second. Uh, But also, there's ways to donate to the channel as well, beyond YouTube Super Chat. And you can donate via Streamlabs. You'll actually get a notification that'll pop up on the screen. It'll get a shout-out. Um, and also, there is now cryptocurrency options as well. So if you're someone that has cryptocurrency and likes to trade in cryptocurrency, there's ways to donate to the channel via cryptocurrency now. You can find the wallet links in the description of the video as well. Tons of stuff in that video description. All right, let's see. We got ZK Man. What is going on, ZK Man? How's it going, good sir? He's a member on the channel. He says, what up, everyone? How's everyone doing this fine evening? Doing well, K Man. Hope you're doing well also. Orange Eye Reviews, who's a member, says, As for Deadpool 3 being rated R, that is how it should be. Anti-heroes should not, do not fit well 
with PG-13 ratings. They need the killing and blood and language. To me, I think it's the violence, to be honest, that it needs more than anything else. I could do without a Deadpool without language, to be honest. I know that that might be anathema to, to people that are fans of the comics, but as someone that did not grow up with the comics and have just gotten really into the movie version, especially the Ryan Reynolds version, I think that it's something that I, I don't really need it as much. I, I think that if it was just the violence, that, that to me is more... I guess what I'm trying to say, to try and put it more accurately, I think the violence is much more appropriate to the Deadpool character and rather much more important to the Deadpool character than the language is. Someone can argue, and I would say it's probably a good argument, that both are equally important. But if I had to say pick one or the other, I think most people would say the violence is a lot more appropriate for his character than the language itself. Though I do think that there's obviously a role to play there in it being rated R. We'll talk about that. That's another one of the topics that we'll talk about tonight and what that will probably mean for the MCU going forward and how maybe, just maybe, it's something to look forward to. I don't know. Father, Father Christopher Miller. This, this is a quote right here. Someone should put this on every single social media profile Father has. It says, Deadpool without profanity is not Deadpool. Coming right there from the Father himself. He is the chaplain of the channel. That is awesome, Father. And yeah, I think that that's... I definitely think that there's an argument to be made there for sure. All right, see. Father then says, and also unicorns. <laughs> Alice McCarthy, who is a member on the channel, says, Howdy, Odin, how's it going? How's the pizza? And Thor have not had pizza since last time. And baby Thor's doing fantastic. He's been doing very well during, during the week. Uh, both mom and dad have had to work. And so it's been an adjustment, but he's been doing very, very well. Nathan Slay, welcome to the chat again. Bruce, also welcome back to the chat. Glad to see you here. Always fantastic to see you. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen, what is going on? Glad to see you in the chat. Rosie G12, who's a member. Hail to you, Rosie. Hail to you. Glad to see you back. Robert Frey in the chat as well. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We got Keck44, POC, Preserver of Culture, also in the chat. Nathan Slay says, hey, hey to you. Glad to see you here. Rosie G12 says, I followed you on Minds Odin. Well, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. It is where all the cool kids are, and I'll show, <laughs> one of the first things I'll show when I'm talking about Minds in a second uh, is something that Quarter Black Garrett made, and it is fantastic, and I think it kind of is, it kind of is how I feel right now when it comes to uh, the Minds platform. Uh, Pat, Pat S., who's a member on the channel, hail to you. I'll explain what Minds is in a second. Uh, POC Preserver of Culture says, We must end the censorship and deplatforming of pineapple pizza and end the tyranny of Odin against this delicious food. P.S. Watch Vampire Hunter D. Okay, you can keep saying it, and I'm probably, I'm probably not going to watch it out of spite now. <laughs> oh, wait, that's that movie that, that Preserver of Culture keeps telling me to watch. Patui, I spit at you. I will not watch it anymore. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. However, everything you said before then is anathema. Pineapple on pizza is terrible, and it should be deplatformed. If there's any time that I will be all for censorship and deplatforming, it is for pineapple pizza. I rest my case, even though I, I made no case. Uh, Michael Skewell, welcome to the chat. Rob D12, who tagged and says, Hey, Odin, have you seen the Blade trilogy? If so, what did you think? I plan to watch it soon. I've seen the first Blade, and I liked it. I only saw it when it really first came out, though, so my memory of it isn't that great. I think I've seen parts of Blade 2. I remember more so Blade 3, Blade Trinity. So it's actually a series I would be more willing to sit down and watch all three again, all the way through with a more 
I guess you could say more of a, an adult mind now. Uh, not to say that my mind is really that adult sometimes because <laughs> I'm still a kid at heart. But I think that it's something that I would definitely be willing to go back to. But from what I can remember, it was pretty solid. However, I think most people will argue Blade 1 is amazing. Blade 2 is good. Blade 3, not so much, is, is what I gather from most people that, that are more fans of the franchise. Griffin Turbo, welcome to the chat. Glad to see you here. Matthew Highland in the chat. Blake St. Clair, how's it going? Just another red shirt here. Nathan Slade tagging says, would you say The Dark Knight is one of your favorite movies? Yeah, absolutely. Dark Knight is absolutely fantastic. ZK Man says, I need to find my mind's info so I can sign back in and get back on. Yeah, dude, seriously. Get back on, man. It is seriously hopping. It's insane. Today alone, the amount of subscribers over there has jumped significantly. I'm now making, like, not like tons of money or anything like that but typically the currency over there is done in coins initially and then you can transfer those coins for cryptocurrency but i used to have to like wait weeks before i would get just one coin or even half a coin because you can use those coins to boost your content and to boost your post and today i've already garnered like four coins in a day so i'm like things are things are hopping over there things are pretty crazy and it's fantastic it's a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun today over there. The one downside to it, I will say, before going into a lot of the positives, there is not GIF integration. So you can still post GIFs, but you have to like copy and paste the image from another from another site or download the image and then upload it. I, I hope that they're able to integrate. You kind of like that's one of the cool things that I liked about Parlor, for instance, was in the post option you had the Giphy option. I'm hoping they're able to add something similar to it. I mean, Minds has been around for a while now. It's been around for what, two, three years? And so it's kind of just been really good at doing what it's wanted to do. But I think that now, especially with censorship really ramping up, with Parler being shut down by you know by big tech, and I really hope that the lawsuits that are being filed against Amazon go somewhere. I don't have a lot of confidence in our court system right now, to be honest, but I hope it does because man, that could be a huge a uh, huge loss to Amazon could really result in something big happening, especially if they are able to make the case that because Amazon Web Services were both used by not only Parler, but also by Twitter, and it's been shown that Twitter just entered into a contract with Amazon, and Parler was being seen as direct competition, was Amazon playing favorites? That could be a violation of law, and that could be big. Now, of course, they got to prove it in court, and there's still a lot to be said about whether they can prove it in court or not, but it is still, it's it's crazy. It really honestly uh, is crazy just the amount of, of, of things that have happened. But anyway, I think though that because you have this huge influx of people going to Gab, and Gab is just a nightmare, Gab is just not working, and then you also have Minds, which is a very valid platform, and it works very well, and it again, it doesn't crash, and it's still accessible. I think that you'll have a huge influx of people going over there. I've already seen a huge influx of people today, just just from my own uh, channel over there, and I think that what you'll end up seeing is that they'll start to invest more into it and be able to provide more content. It'd be really cool. I can't wait for Minds to have a live stream option. I'm just gonna be honest. I, I think that live streaming to Minds could be really cool because if they can integrate cryptocurrency and if they could almost make it into something similar to DLive but better, because <laughs> you know DLive has some issues when it comes to trolls. If they could somehow make that work. That could be the kind of platform that I would be more willing to jump to as as either my primary source or as, as you know as a very as a valid a secondary source to be honest. But it's it's pretty great. 
All right, let's see. Uh, Rosie G12 says, Parlor return, Parlor's return is up in the air, she says, as a member. Yeah, and, and that, that's the thing that I think all of us need to realize. Obviously, a lot of people were flocking to, to Parlor. There's a lots of things to like about Parlor, but the, the main problem is that Parlor was not perfect. There were a lot of issues with it. There's also a lot of question as to far as the security of information. Keep in mind that in order to be, in order to confirm your identity, you had to essentially upload pictures of your ID. I never really liked that all that much. I, I, you know, it's a new company and I know other people had done it, but it just, it always seemed a little sketchy to me. And apparently it was very easy to access information. And so because of that, I, I don't know if I would be willing to even go back to Parler as a full-time option. I mean, obviously I would still post links there for anyone that does utilize it. But at the same time, I think that this might have helped to expose kind of the issues with the platform. So if they come back, I hope they fix those problems. It'd be awesome. I want as many free speech platforms to exist as possible. Anything that can compete against Twitter and Facebook and these other massive tech companies is fantastic. So I'm always going to support that. But I do think that this is a very big opportunity for a place like Minds, which is decentralized, which I love about it. Um, I, I'm hoping that it's able to kind of, you know, take advantage of this and build its platform, implement things like just simple things like adding GIF integration and even more to add things like live stream uh, ability. That'd be pretty fantastic. All right. The chat has jumped on me like it always does. So let me just see where we were in the chat. Also, let me go ahead and uh, sorry, sorry, Heimdall is on now. Sorry, Heimdall is on. I, I forgot to put Heimdall on. Don't worry. He's he's loading up right now as we speak. And uh and he'll he'll be giving out cookie counts in a second. Just it took me about 20 minutes, but that's okay. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. No need to worry. No need to concern yourself at all. No need to concern yourself at all. There he is. He is back. All right, Heimdall is now up and running. Have fun with that. All right, so let me jump to the DLive, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about Minds and why I like it so much, and I'll show you all what it looks like and uh, see what, what action's going on over there right now. Um, all right, let's see. Where were we over there? Let's see. Philly the Hobbit tagged me on DLive and says, Morbius, Ghostbusters sequel, and more Sony movies pushed back to 2021. Hashtag bye-bye movie theaters. Well, wait a minute. Do, do you mean 2022? Or do you mean 2021? Do you mean they've been delayed in 2021 back or have they been pushed back a year? Because I think that last time I checked, those were still supposed to come out this year, but I don't know. Phil DeHava says Morbius release date delayed again to October of 2021. Well, that, to be honest, I think makes more sense. Morbius seems to be more of a horror film anyway, so I think it would actually do better in that October slot. So I think it would definitely be more of that October slot uh, and it would, it would do better there. In the process. All right, so let's go ahead and switch to the news report. So this this image should make you want to join Minds just for the sake of what it is. So this was an image that was created by Quarter Black Garrett, and I really honestly think that that it's just perfect for so many different reasons. And so he he actually posted this because Gary Nerdrotic, old man Gary, Boomer Gary. Oh yes, I I don't understand technology. Even Gary has now joined Minds. He hasn't done a whole lot there yet, but it was so funny because all day I was like, is this really Gary? Is this really Gary? Because it was just the standard, uh, you know, Minds profile picture. He had a lot of followers, but there was no content. And then finally it came to life. He updated it. And now Nerdronic is live there and it is fantastic. But this was what Quarter Black Garrett posted underneath 
uh, the initial post that Gary made. And basically it was like, here's me and Odin, you know, basically sitting on the remains of Twitter and welcoming <laughs> and welcoming Gary uh, to the platform. And I just, I love it so much. It's just, it's just so much fun. Also, Quarter Black makes such like the best faces. It's, it's pretty great. It's pretty fantastic. But anyway, so here is that. Also, uh, someone over there says, I guess that makes Nerdrotic Treebeard, which I think is absolutely perfect. So, one thing to notice right away, look at this. Look who's verified. Look who has a verified check mark. That's one reason why I like mines. Because verified means exactly what it's supposed to mean everywhere else. It means that this profile is the official profile of OMB Reviews. That's what it's supposed to mean. It has been used by Twitter as a way of essentially condoning and condemning content and trying to get clout. It's basically been a clout-chasing option. But here, it's just, no, I verify that I am who I am. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, But as you can see, this is the basic platform. So you can write comments on post. You can, of course, search minds for anything your heart desires, anything that you want to look for as far as people or content goes. You can post pictures like this. I follow, uh, I follow the, I follow a group. We are Change, and they they share this one. So Americans in the swing, the last semblance of free exchange of information on the internet, burning in the background. Pretty fantastic stuff. And obviously, you can do your tags. You have retweets. It's called Remind here on on Minds, but you have a retweet essentially option, a remind option here, like and dislike. You have comment options. You can then put direct responses to the comments as well, which I think is pretty fantastic. So there's just a lot of things here that is very similar to what you'll find on other social media platforms like Twitter. But this is just, I think, a lot just a cleaner look. I just think that it's also a smaller community as well. I've got 38 notifications because people are voting up things and following. It's been kind of crazy. JKDX76, welcome. Golden Ration, welcome. You guys are fantastic. You guys are great. And it's just really cool. It's just really cool to see. And so you can see here's my profile. So what I've actually done, as you all know, I do have a secondary channel called the OMB Report. So I've made it so that instead of having two Minds accounts, because dear Lord, I've got way too many profiles in the first place, I've decided just to combine OMB Report and OMB Reviews under one Minds account, Minds channel. And so therefore, as you can see, I am the critic who is a cynic. I talk about movies and the culture, the home of the OMB of OMB Reviews and the OMB Reports. And I've already got 253 people following me. It's pretty crazy. Now... <laughs> Quarter Black messaged me earlier. Was like, "How do you have thirty six thousand views already on your ch- on your page?" And I'm like, "Dude, I've I've been around here for like a month now, uh, or not a month. I've been around here for at least a year, maybe even a couple years at this point. And I've been posting just periodically. I always will post to different social media platforms all the times my videos go live, and it would typically be my only engagement on the platform. I uh, would just be posting videos, posting it just like I would post on Twitter, sharing, "Hey, here's my latest, here's my latest video," and then I would leave it behind and never really interact with anything. Today, I've had so many interactions with people; it's just been so much fun because it's also smaller. It's easier to respond to people. It's easier to follow everybody. It's not bogged down by ads and and all that other stuff. As I said, it's a decentralized platform, and it's 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 pretty great. It's it's pretty fun. And I would definitely recommend it for a lot of people. So if you want to follow me on Minds and join this social media platform, if you check out the link in the description of the video, if you check out that link below, what you'll see is a referral link. If you sign up using that referral link, I get a little bit of coinage. I get a little bit of of crypto on the side. Not a whole lot, but hey, 
It's something, and it allows me to boost posts in the future. At some point, I'm going to try the whole putting things over uh, to the blockchain to essentially uh, exchange my coins for Ethereum. So that's the other thing, too, that's cool about this is just by interacting, you gain coins on the platform. If you get enough coins, you can then transfer that into Ethereum, which is a type of cryptocurrency. So just the fact that you can get that from just your basic interactions is pretty cool, as a bunch of people are now signing up over here and subscribing and, and following. So we got ZK Man over there, 13th Warrior, Bruce as well. He just, he just uh, put a comment down there. Ooh, who's, hoza to Odin. Look at that. J-Rod the Beer Guru over there as well. Boom. Look at that. You can like and dislike. You can add things. Here's the other thing. If none of that has convinced you, look what you can do here. You can edit. You can edit your post. That alone should convince every single person out there to come join this platform. You can edit your post, everybody. And the biggest criticism that I've heard from this is that, oh, it's just not, there's no one over there. There's no major names over there. Well, I'll say, you've got uh, Dave Cullen, right? Remember, they just nuked his YouTube channel, then they reinstated it. He is over here on Minds, so you can access his content here. You also have The Quartering. If you're a fan of The Quartering, you can access to the billion posts that he puts out every single day. <laughs> uh, if you're someone like me who likes Tim Pool, Tim Pool will post his videos here as well. And what's really cool is that you can watch the videos directly in the Minds platform. And so if you're trying to be someone to kind of get rid of things like YouTube, if you're trying to get rid of YouTube, if you're trying to get away from the major tech platforms, I'm uploading, basically my plan is all my OMB reviews videos, I'm also uploading directly here to this channel. And so therefore, if you want, you can just watch it here instead of having to go to YouTube. You can also, I'm also uploading my OMB report videos here, but I am putting those up under under the Minds Plus account, which to my knowledge means you have to have Minds Plus to access it. I don't quite know, but those are still being uploaded to Rumble. Those are still being uploaded to YouTube as well. So you don't have to use uh, minds in that capacity, but it's just nice that I can upload videos directly here. They're backed up here. It's all part of the blockchain, right? It's all decentralized and it's safe. So as I said, I think it's a great platform. Uh, one of the best persons over here has been like quarter black's been just killing it over here. Seriously. He's, he's been doing such great work. I mean, just this right here. He's like, he's like, I see you. I see you. POC, Preserver of Culture, thanks for subscribing. I appreciate it, man. So you just have all these other things going on. As you can see, you've got Yellow Flash over there, Computing Forever, that's Dave Cullen. Lady Gravemaster's over there now. Comics Division, Bounding into Comics, Tim Cast, Perry Chan is over there. And you do have Nerdrotic over there now as well. Uh, so actually, I'll go ahead and, and I'll pull, go ahead and pull up his account. If Gary can join, look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful now. Beforehand, it was nothing. He's already got 445 followers. He's already beaten me. He's only been on there technically a day. He's already beating me. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But look at that. Not all who wander are lost. Absolutely. And now you've got all these comments and reminds and all this kind of stuff. You got all these. I mean, you'll have some crazy people over there. That's just that's just how things happen, right? That's just how all these things happen. Let me see if I can find the original post. Yeah, so here is the original quote from Quarter Black Garrett. It's like me and Odin right now. Seriously, sitting on the ruins of Twitter. And other platforms. It's been it's been pretty great. And as you can see, quarter black, boom, verified accounts. I'm sure Gary's will be. Um, I'm sure Gary's will also be verified as well. I see a bunch of people subscribing, and I don't see people utilizing the referral link. Please refer use the referral link. It does help out a lot. Nerdfather, thank you very much. Father Christopher Miller, J Rod the Beer Guru, uh, Preserver of Culture. Let's see what he put here. You convinced me. Boom, Preserver of Culture. Welcome, welcome, good sir. So anyway, that is. 
uh, minds. If you have any other questions, I will try my very best to answer said questions. Uh, but it's just a lot of fun. Again, it's a new, it's a social media platform. It is all about free speech. I actually really like the way they handle it. So basically, it's all First Amendment based. So as long as you follow the First Amendment and you don't violate it, the First Amendment of the United States, you, you have nothing to worry about. They, uh, they also, in order to handle cases where it's kind of unclear, what they do is they actually leave it up to Minds users. So they actually have a panel of Minds users who will vote on whether something should be allowed or not if it ever gets to that point. So basically, it's the community deciding the fate of whether something is protected or not protected. And I think that's a really cool concept and something that other social media platforms should probably start to utilize. It's allowing people to have the voice. It's allowing people to have a say, to have a voice in the matter. I just think it's it's really cool. Uh, it's really cool to see that. Uh, by the way, Eric K., thank you for subscribing. And Eric K., thank you for using the referral link because it tells me when someone uses the referral link. So thank you, Eric K., for using it. I very much appreciate that, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So with that being said, let's dive over into the DLive fam. Captain High says, Hail Odin. Sorry I'm late. How are you tonight? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much for being here. All right. Let us see where were we. Where were we over on, on the YouTubes? Let's see. Tina says, I'm going to nuke Twitter soon. And then, well, Twitter was nothing to me anyway, except for DMs. I'll go back into my memory hole. Well, that's the thing, too, that's really cool is that you can join Minds and you can use it to keep track of people. And what's great about the DMs over there is that it's one where you can't create group chats. Well, let me be honest here. I'm actually so happy that you can't create group chats on Minds because I can't tell you how many group chats I'm in on Twitter how many I've been invited to and just left because it's like I, I can't keep up with everything. So it's just really nice to have it as just a messenger, right? As a back and forth. It's also encrypted. You can literally nuke the entire chat and it's just going to be gone. You also have end-to-end encryption, meaning that your privacy is going to be set. The one weird thing about the messages I will note is that in your regular post, you don't have... That's the other great thing about mines. Your your post, you, you're not limited by the 140 word count or 140 character count like you are on Twitter. But then in messages, there's like a 180 count limit for messages. Now, I don't know if that's because in order to retain its its encryption ability, it has to have limitations. And maybe that'll expand in the, in the future. I don't know. But that's the one thing. Like the one critique of the messaging is that. But what's cool is that in order to access messaging, you have to enter in your password. So it's, it's protected, which I think is really cool and really nice. But there is this end-to-end encryption. So again, for someone that might be more privacy-minded, that's another reason why I think Minds is a pretty good alternative. And it's pretty great. Let's see. Uh, Thirteenth Warrior, who's a member, says Odin is fond of staples. His school better take inventory. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nathan Slay tag says Disney should have another Star Wars spinoff show, and it will be called Game of Drones. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Laura, what's going on, Laura? Waiting for Nerdrotic. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to see you here. Rosie G12 says I'm still viscerally angry at Game of Thrones season eight, and you should be. I mean, it's it's a show that many of us put in years of our life, right? Years of our life and our time, caring about the characters, caring about the universe, and they just crap on it. They just crapped on it. So I, I think that we have a right to be angry, and that's why I've I've tried to move on from it. Right? It's what it's 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 one thing to feel the anger and frustration over it, but at the same time, I don't want to. At this point, I don't even want to sit on it anymore. Right? I, I don't even want to think about it anymore. I'd rather move on to things that I can enjoy, like Cobra Kai. Uh, I just think it's a it's a it's a healthier way to live is to move on from it like that. 
Matthew Highland says, I watched Shazam. I really enjoyed the movie. Zachary uh, Levi did a great job. Mark Strong with a fantastic performance as usual. Excited for Black Adam and Shazam too. I'm going to be honest. I think Shazam is the best DCEU movie that's been made. I think it's, I, I enjoy it a lot better than Man of Steel. And Man of Steel, to be honest, was the only other film worthy of even a conversation. And even that film had flaws. I, I think Shazam is the best DCEU film that they've made. It's just fun. It's just fun. And I agree. I think Zachary Levi was fantastic. Mark Strong, whenever he plays a villain, is always great. And it's just it's just a lot of fun to have. Uh, Luke Skywalker, 45 Baby, welcome to the channel. Supreme Chancellor, welcome to the channel as well. Golden Rash and Tadden says, For Game of Thrones, even the books contain less nudity information and stuff as it progresses. Yeah, I feel like it's a way to grab you in there, and then it moves on, and it lets the story take over. Uh, Muriam Tokumbo, what's going on? Grandmaster Yoda Tadden says, I no longer have any hope for any Disney movies. Uh, if you mean the entire Disney platform, then I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with that, because I do think that Deadpool 3 has potential. I understand Deadpool 2 was not nearly as good as 1, but I found it still enjoyable for the most part. As long as as long as you still have Ryan Reynolds in the role of Deadpool, I'm I'm gonna be excited. Let's see. Thirteenth Warrior says, I retrieved my Odin provided Blu-ray of Blade Runner 2049 from the mailbox today. Thanks. Oh, no problem, Thirteenth Warrior. If you were a winner of any of the recent giveaways, um I, I would say that uh all of those should either have arrived already or should be arriving soon. Because, obviously, the post office was just totally uh, bogged down recently. And so those should be getting to y'all um, over the next couple of days, if not already. All right, we got a couple of donations coming in. James, thank you very much for donating via Streamlabs. It really does mean a lot. It says, hey, Odin, I left Twitter last week due to what happened at the Capitol and to what happened with the president. If you ask me, Twitter is an awful place. No, James, I think you're, I think you're onto something. Twitter, it, Twitter is a cesspool. There's no doubt about it. But what's crazy about everything is they nuked Parler, and yet it's been shown that every single person that's been arrested so far during the Capitol siege, every single person that's been arrested for violence, etc., so far none of them have been confirmed to have had Parler accounts. In fact, it's been shown that most of the people involved who were planning to be violent, they did all of that planning on Facebook. And while... Parler is accused of having 98 questionable posts, all of which they deleted, by the way. On Twitter, another service that uses the Amazon Web Services, the hashtag HangMikePence was trending during that entire process. So the fact that they're still trying to go after sites like Parler is completely nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So no, I, James, you're spot on, man. Twitter is awful, and that's why, as I said, I really do like Minds. There's a lot less people on there. There is definitely some questionable content on there. I have had a couple of posts of people posting not safe for work content. I've had to report them because normally uh, that's one of the things is that they allow you to basically report yourself, I guess you could say. Basically, they allow not safe for work content, but you have to label it as such. So that way, instead of you just getting a bunch of you know cursing or nudity in your feed you'll get a post saying this is not safe for work and it's blurred out. And if you want to watch it or you want to see it, you can click on it. I like that because it allows for free speech, but also you can report accounts that don't follow those rules, right? The rules are very clearly laid out and they enforce those rules evenly. And as I said, they allow for the community to vote on certain violations. And I think that's a great way of doing it. It's not perfect, 
right? There's no such thing as a perfect platform, but I just do think there's a lot of things that Minds have has going forward that is is worthy of talking about. Uh, Michael Skewith, thank you very much for this. this a super chat. Very generous super chat. Thank you, good sir. He says, I think there are too many movies being released in this era. I think the mass producing of movies needs to be rested. Get back to more quality movies and less quantity. Dude, Michael Skewith, yeah, absolutely, man. Here's the thing. I, I think, though, when you look back to history, and maybe Tina can confirm this, I feel like the number of movies has increased, but it's because the number of studios and people with money has increased. The ability for filmmakers to make films for less money has increased. You have a lot more independent films coming out, for instance. But you still had a lot of movies coming out even in the old golden era of cinema. But they were labeled correctly, right? They were literally labeled as being B-movies. So you would go and pay your ticket and you would get to see two or three films in an evening. Literally, people dressed up to go to the theater. It was almost like going to, in many cases it was, a typical Broadway theater, right? Very nice, the velvet ropes and all that kind of stuff. And the reason why was because you went there and it was an experience. And typically you would get that B movie for free. I think the difference is that nowadays people, as you said, because we're so much quantity oriented about how much money can we rake in? How much can we abuse this franchise by releasing five different movies when in reality it just needs one? That has led to a watering down of the content while still trying to maximize the profit. So yeah, I think you're totally right there. But also it means that they're no longer labeling movies really as being B-tier or combining movies together and getting two for the price of one. That could be really cool if they bring that back. Maybe theaters will do that. That'd be really cool. Imagine if one of the ways theaters tries to stay open is that they say, we're going to offer you know, packages where you spend a one ticket price and you get two movies. I don't know. I feel like that could be really cool. And maybe they can even bring back having like the intermission, like you get the first movie and then you get like a 10, 15 minute intermission to go to the bathroom and get your refill of popcorn and stuff. And then you get another film. I don't know. That might work for some people, I think. They have to find some way to innovate, though. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, Michael Skew, if I agree otherwise, I do think that you do see a lessening in quality. And I think that it's not necessarily the number of films being released. I think it's the way in which they're being released and the mindset behind it. Um, because, yeah, I do agree. I think we need to focus and Hollywood needs to focus on quality more so than quantity. No doubt about it. See, Pat S., who's a member on YouTube, says, When PBS brings our kids to re-education camps, I hope Kermit is a counselor. He's my favorite Muppet. <laughs> oh, good Lord, could you imagine? Uh, John Riker, welcome to the channel. Uh, Michael Skew with Tagging says, Do you think Parlor will be back like the owner said? So, they thought that it would be back actually yesterday. They said as early as yesterday at noon. On Sunday, they found out that the vendors they had been talking with backed out. So they had been talking to alternate vendors. The vendors were then pressured by, we don't know who, but we can imagine the other social media companies, to not take them up. And so they said, we don't want to have anything to do with you. Even the lawyers originally representing Parler also backed out because of pressure. Cancel culture is a sickness. It's insane the level to which they'll go to completely deplatform you. And that's what they're doing right now with Parler. So... There's a chance that Parler could be up in a week or two. I think that they're going towards platforms and going towards services that will support them. But it's really hard to say. I think the more time that goes by, the harder it's going to be for them to get back. Because as I said, not only do they, need to, do they need to come back, they also really need to address those issues that were happening on their platform before they ended up leaving. So, 
Yeah, that's that's my thought. I think that there's a good chance it doesn't come back. And here's the thing. While it's been gone, what's been happening? Everyone's been flocking to Gab. Now, Gab's been a nightmare, so maybe there's going to be enough people that are, are like, okay, I tried Gab and it doesn't work for me. I'll wait for Parlor. But you also now have people going to places like Mines, for instance, right? Mines has been working very well. So there might not be enough people to come back to Parlor. I think there's I think you'll still have those that are devoted to it, those that believe in the message, those that really enjoy uh, the way it was set up, who will go back to it. But even the guy who is the CEO has said he doesn't think that there's a chance that they'll survive. Even if they somehow do come back, he doesn't know if they're going to be able to survive because basically their entire process has been disrupted. They were the fastest growing social media network. They were number one on iTunes, right? They were number one in so many different markets and all of it was just taken away in an instant. All because of censorship, all because of big tech colluding together to silence opposing voices. And it's going to be very hard for them to come back from it. Uh, James, for a dollar donation, thank you, good sir. He says, do you think movies from 1930s have aged all that well and are most of them worth watching today? I don't have... I don't have as much knowledge of 1930s cinema. However, I would say that the older films from the 30s, 40s, and 50s tend to age very well. Because even though the technology was very different, and especially in the 30s more so than 40s, was more rustic, people were really starting to get used to, you know, the talkies, right? That's when talkies were introduced pretty much, was in that, you know, in that era of around the 30s is when those first films were coming out, and the more popular ones were coming out. I think that because of that, you'll go back and watch them saying, oh, wow, this is very different. The editing techniques are different. The way the sound was recorded, I mean, it was mono sound, so it sounds different. So I think you'll have those elements that that might make them seem dated. But I think the stories are just very good. I think the stories are really what make those films as iconic as they are. And I just think that writing, even for B-level films back then, I feel like the writing was already so much stronger because back then you had people who even though they were writing a B film, they wanted to be in Hollywood. They wanted to be at the top. They wanted to write the A-level movies. And so their B films were their attempt to try and get attention. So they tried. They at the very least tried. And you still had films, obviously, that came out that weren't very good because the producers would come in and change the story. I say this all the time. Go watch a film called The Majestic. And it, it goes very much into how especially B-level films were, were treated by studios and how they're like, oh, we need to put the dog in. Oh, not the dog. Let's put a cat in. Oh, that's hilarious. Changing the story. There was no cat. There was no dog originally. They added it in, in the movie, that is. Um, and so I, I think that that is a role to play in it. Uh, Miss Mari Muses, thank you for the Dallas Super Sticker. I'm assuming that's a rose. Thank you very much. Kind miss. I appreciate it. Modalicious. What's going on, Modalicious. He is a part of the Nadrotic family. I always hear his name shouted out during the Super Chats over there. So thank you for the Super Chat, good sir. I appreciate it. He says, the CEO of Parler has been getting death threats. I'm not surprised. And it's sick. It's sick that we live in a world where just because he wanted to create an alternate platform for free speech, he's getting vilified and attacked. As I said, there is no reason for him to be vilified. Because people are trying to connect him directly to what happened in D.C., and yet, as I said, based on the results of the people being arrested, none of these people had parlor accounts. All of the planning that was done was done through Facebook. Facebook still exists. Facebook has not gotten any repercussions except, of course, losing billions of dollars. Have you seen this? They're losing billions in stock 
because of their censorship and because of them kicking off the president from their platform. Twitter, of course, as well, losing billions of dollars in the process too. But it's amazing to me that he's being vilified. He's being shown such hatred and his platform wasn't responsible. His, his platform wasn't even responsible for any of the planning that took place. You have thousands of people tweeting and retweeting death to the vice president. And 98, oh, 98 posts that were questionable. Guess what? All of which Parler deleted. But yet Parler is vilified. Parler is deplatformed. All the while Facebook, no issues except, of course, for people selling their stock. Twitter, no issues except for people selling their stock. It is insane. The only thing that I have hope for is the fact that, what, 48 states and D.C., all of their attorney generals have signed on to a lawsuit against Facebook citing antitrust violations. I hope and pray they do the same with Amazon. I think Amazon has really opened itself up for a very serious uh, lawsuit to be brought against them. The fact that they have favored Twitter over Parler, denying them competition in that process, also breaking their contract with Parler, I think that's going to come back to kick them in the tush. What we need, though, is we need to start changing the people that are currently in Washington because they're going to play a major role in how all of this stuff plays out. Because the courts might take care of it. The courts might get there. But that's why, especially 2022, we need to vote local. We need to think about local issues because freedom of speech is now officially on every single ballot, every single time there is a vote, whether it's your local mayor, your local sheriff, or your senator. Free speech is now on the ballot, now on the ballot every single time, and I think that every single person, if they're able to go to a council meeting or able to speak to them in person, ask them, "Do you support freedom of speech? Yes or no? Do you think that what happened to Parler was correct or not?" And just say, "All right, you've given me the answer that I need about whether I should support you or not." All right, Michael Skewiff, thank you very much for another super chat. Appreciate it, man. It says, "Just look at all the crap that the asylum films make." Rip-off mockbusters, Jurassic Shark, Atlanta Rim, etc., and low-budget horror films with Z-grade actors. Oh, yeah, no, those are complete crap. But as I said, I do think that there were obscure films being made back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s as well. Not as many, I will say that much, not as many. Because as I, as I also said, you now have the ability to spend a lot less money to make those kinds of movies. You can make a movie with an iPhone now. I, I mean, literally, uh, someone that I actually really like as a director made the movie Unsane, which some people liked, some people didn't like. I actually was a big fan of it. Made the entire thing with an iPhone 6, iPhone 6 or iPhone 8. Amazing stuff, what they're able to do now. So I think that's the reason why you're seeing such an increase in these really Z, as you said, Z-level, not just actors, but Z-level movies in the process too. Your Muslim uncle, thank you for this. This super chat says, peace to you and your family. Peace to you as well. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. All right, back to the regular YouTube chat. Orange Chat at 708 says, Odin, Deadpool without bad language isn't Deadpool. Hey, as I said, as I said, I, I am not someone who's knowledgeable of the comics, and I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that for me, I feel like the violence is more important than, than the... I, I hope that made sense at the end. Father then says, Father Christopher Miller says, Deadpool language or violence, just like good Catholic theology says both and. Ah, Father making a theological reference 
with Deadpool. I never thought I would see the day. <laughs> uh, and that's why he is the chaplain of, of the channel. Father then says, Father is a fan of the Deadpool comics, been reading them for a few years. Nice. Thirteenth Warrior, who's also a member, says, As far as Deadpool language goes, come on, Odin. I'm sure even you laughed at the baby hand jokes in the first installment. Oh, it was hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought everything was funny. I was just saying if I had to choose. That, that I hope that... I think my point was lost, but I wasn't trying to say that there shouldn't be cursing. I didn't say that. I, I'm just saying that if I had to choose between the two, I think the violence would be more... Uh, more prevalent for the character. But again, that's just me. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I never claimed to be an expert on the character. I did say that much. Rosie G12 adds on, says, I agree with Father and Deadpool. Uh, Tina says, but, but, but the first female doctor, Jodie Whittaker, whom lovingly called Dr. Karen, might be on the way to Star Wars, courtesy of Gary. What? No. I mean, they wouldn't, but they would. Good Lord. Slasher Neon's tag and says, I agree about the language in Deadpool. Probably will never watch them because of unnecessary swearing. Weird how Reynolds can be the custastic Deadpool, but also Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he's the only reason why Detective Pikachu was really fun. If if he was not the voice of Detective Pikachu, I, I, it, I don't think it would have been as well received. And the same token, I think, had Ryan Reynolds been Sonic, I would have enjoyed Sonic a lot more. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Father Christopher Miller says, Deadpool Comics did a short run of Deadpool versus Howard the Duck. I greatly enjoyed it. That sounds like fun. <laughs> All righty, let's see. Rhaegar Targaryen Tagging says, And for that reason, I have still not watched The Boys, The Mandalorian, and Bird Box, referring to Vampire Hunter D recommendations. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, Bird Box was really not that good. Yeah, Bird Box was not that good. Mandalorian is mostly solid. To me, it's a C-range show. And that's why I think so many people love it. Because when the sequel trilogy has been DF-level content and respect of canon, I think having C-level content, it's like <gasps> it's like night and day. But it's still C-level content. And there's there have been really good, solid B- to A-level episodes. There's also just been a lot of, you know, subpar stuff, too. Especially in that, the first season, I think, had a lot of, like, hit and miss. Like, you had half the episodes that really hit and hit well, and then the other half that were just boring and just weren't well-directed. And it's crazy that a lot of them had the same writer in uh, John Favreau. Let's see, Nathan Slay tagging says, Black Panther is the first black superhero movie ever made, therefore it's amazing. Me, uh, have you ever heard of Blade? Yeah. I love how so much attention was given to the race of Black Panther, and yet every person forgot about Blade. Yep, Blade is often the franchise that everyone forgets about for a lot of different reasons. Uh, let's see, Father Christopher Miller says, Another fun Deadpool is Dead Presidents. Dead former U.S. presidents from George Washington to Gerald Ford have been resurrected, and that's bad. The Marvel heroes can't be the ones to stop them. Someone is needed with the reputation, skills, and plausible deniability to take out these calm monsters in chief. Deadpool time is now. I just love how I'm pretty sure that was, is that just the straight from like the, the comic page itself to, to, to sell it? Is that straight from the, <laughs> the marketing campaign? Cause that sounds fantastic. That sounds wonderful. I love that so much. Laura, thank you for letting them know how to contact me. I appreciate it. Again, there is this little floating thing down here. It says, hey, 
Here's, here's how to contact me if you're in the YouTube chat. Type Odin question, all one word, Odin question. It'll highlight orange on my screen and it'll let me know you're trying to get my attention. It's kind of like a code word, I guess, to, to stop people from just coming in randomly. See, Preserver of Culture POC says, What is your favorite horror movie? Do you prefer serious or comedy horror, slasher or monster? Just wondering in the context of Blade. P.S. Did you get my email? I did get your email, POC. Um, and uh, as far as horror goes, I tend to not like horror as much. I do like slasher movies. I do like some monster movies. I totally will avoid anything that deals with the occult. Don't like those films. Too much based in reality, based on true stories, that kind of stuff. No, thank you. Not not my thing. Um, I, and if I had to if I had to choose between comedy and serious comedy, I, I love films like Cabin in the Woods. I love movies like Army of Darkness. Uh, so Evil Dead 2, things like that. So I, I definitely would prefer the comedy uh, horror genre than anything else. See, uh, Michael Hugh with Tagging says, The last movie I saw with Wesley Snipes was Final Recall. Um, it was a movie from 2014 about an alien invasion. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Rosie, 12, Rosie G12 says, A lot depends on which judges hear the case because this is all so political with the parlor suit. No, I absolutely agree. And what I'm afraid of is the courts have shown themselves to be spineless, uh, most especially in the last few months. My fear is that they're going to throw the suits out constantly based on not the merits of the case, but based on procedure. And it really ticks me off that the courts can do that in certain cases. You know, it makes sense, right? If you if you give a bad lawsuit, like if you don't follow protocols and things like that, okay, I understand that. But if your mindset is, oh, I don't think you have standing, or oh, I think your case is moot, and it really just honestly is them kind of kicking the can down the road, that really frustrates me. I, I don't like that one bit. But yeah, I agree. It definitely depends on who they get, and I hope that someone is willing to hear their case. See, James Dashier, thank you for the $2 super chat, says, do you care for M. Night Shyamalan films? Some, and yes, some of them, some of them are good. Many of them are not. Uh, so films like The Sixth Sense, I thoroughly enjoy. Unbreakable is, I believe, his best film. In that same token, Split is a fantastic movie. Glass had potential, didn't live up to it. You have other films like The Village. The twist was not very good. And there's tons of other films that he did that weren't very good that I just ended up not seeing because I heard they were terrible. What he did, he Didn't he do that movie, Another Earth, with Will Smith and his son? I didn't see that. I didn't want to see that. And I still haven't. And I never planned to. Tina, thank you very much for letting them know how to contact me. I appreciate it. Brian Barth in the chat. What's going on? Glad to see you here. Uh, Tina, Heimdall is now working. He should be working. All right, chat has jumped on me like it always does. It's 7.54 in real life, and it is 7.34 in the chat, so it looks like some comments may have been skipped. So again, the chat for YouTube now only goes back to 7.34. Again, I apologize, but YouTube does suck, so there's not much I can do about it, sadly. Um, I wish there was a way to have the chat backed up some way. That's one thing. If Minds decides to start doing live streaming, Minds, if you can find a way to make sure that the chat doesn't just go away, that'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. All right, let's see. Jumping now over to my uh, my DLive fam. Will Gentry says, Going back briefly, I watched episode five of the first series of Cobra Kai again, and I can tell you why, uh, why it's my favorite of all. Not only did it have the cafeteria fight for Miguel, we also saw Miyagi's grave, and we got to hear the music 
as we watch Daniel train. Yes. Yes, Will Gentry. Um, and that's why it's a series that's been done so well. It's nostalgia done right. It pays respect to the source material, which is so rare nowadays in Hollywood. And it really honestly is absolutely fantastic. So I would agree completely. Camden High says, just signed up on Minds and followed you. Hope it takes off really sick of Twitter. I agree, man. I, I hope so too. Right now, as I said, I, I showed you earlier. It's 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 a party over there. I got 50 notifications. Holy crap. Well, thank you everyone for, for following. If you if you followed during the stream, I appreciate it. You guys are freaking awesome. Let's see. Stand for it. Thank you. Over there. He says, good to see it. Talking about the video I posted, because my dead uh, my video on Dead on uh, Deadpool 3 has been posted on Minds. So you can absolutely watch it over there. Oh, look at that. Waiting for Nodrotic is waving. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, waiting for Nodrotic. How's it going? <laughs> it's so much fun. I love it. Anyway. All right. Let me jump now back over to... Actually, still sound D-Live. Will Gentry says, The feel of both these moments in one episode was something special. Last I'll say on the subject. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're spot on. I think there's so much great nostalgia goodness that it's just fun. It's just good. It's a good time. It's nostalgia done right. And then JKDBuck76 says, Cobra Kai, where Kumiko reads Miyagi's final letter, was tear-jerking. Oh my gosh, yes. Everything they did with Okinawa was just, mwah. It was beautiful. All of the way that they connect the characters. Uh, there's one character, I won't say out loud, who they bring back where I was like, I did not see that coming, but I love the arc. I love the arc that they do there. It's so it's so great. All the flashbacks worked really well too. Man, Cobra Kai is so good. I was actually in the process of rewatching it from the beginning. I might actually try and see it like, hey, hey honey, talk to my wife saying, let's watch all the karate kid movies and and then you can understand some of the context here. It'd be great. All right, back over to YouTube. But please be sure to smash that like button. We got 93 people watching. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Um, and let's go ahead, dive into it. Rhaegar Targaryen tagged and says. Hail the glorious technological revolution. The glorious revolution reference is important in regard to the dethroning of tech giants, similar to how James II was peacefully dethroned. Yeah, seriously, it's great to see. It's being referred to as alt-tech. So alt-tech, it's really cool to see the rise and growth of alt-tech. Nathan Slade tagged and says, In your opinion, what movie really surprised you? Like, what movie did you not expect to be good, but then you saw it and it was great? I'm sure there are movies that have done that. I cannot think of one off the top of my head. Sorry. Uh, Kara Tharp, welcome to the channel. Glad to see you here. Rosie G12, who is a member, says, It was clearly not a good faith reason to shut down Parlor, but that's leftism for you. There's no such thing as truth, especially absolute truth, with that ilk. Yeah, it, it is really sad. It is really sad that we live in a world where we can't just agree to disagree where we have to vilify each other. It's something that I was talking about with my students today. It's just sad that we always have to go to these extremes and can't just get the emotion out of it for a second and have a logical conversation. It really is sad. That's why I'm so glad to see that a lot of the kids that I teach are are just so much more level-headed than a lot of us. I, I put myself in the category. I'm just so glad to see that there's so much potential uh, with, with, with these kids. I'm so glad to see it. Let's see. Tina tagged and says, I think they actually used to make more movies back in the day, but a lot of them were B-movies like you said. 
Now they're just pumping out everything and calling it a blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, Tina, for confirming that. Again, she is the historian on the channel. That's why I think she should start her own channel. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's that that sounds absolutely correct, right? Where they made a lot of films back then, a lot of B movies, because again, they were free films that you got to see with the main attraction. So they didn't care as much, really. Um, but nowadays, yeah, all the films they make that are really B, C, D, even Z level, <laughs> they they promote as a blockbuster as the next big thing. See, Hologram Nunchuck tagged at 737. Convince my parents to watch Cobra Kai. They love it too. Boom. Awesome. That's how you do it, man. That is how you do it. Nathan Slay tagged and says, Are you also annoyed the MCU is just going to constantly pump out three movies a year? To be honest, it was refreshing to have none get released this year. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And this is, I guess I can kind of connect this to the Deadpool 3. So for those that are not aware, Deadpool 3 has been confirmed to not only exist it will exist officially in the mcu it also is officially going to be rated r it's a big deal right because deadpool one needs to really have that r rating to be authentic to the character of deadpool as father christopher miller himself even confirmed but also it's it's a way for us to know that there's less of a chance of them screwing it up they still can it's still going to be in the mcu it's still going to be under the direction of kevin feige so it can absolutely still suck I'm not denying that, but I feel like it's a lot harder when you know that they're at least going to try to make it more authentic. But the thing that makes me more excited is that when you think about the directions they're going in with this, right? This is going to be one of the first times, to my knowledge, that I film very closely underneath Disney. Some are going to argue that, oh, well, if you look to the relationship, was it with Miramax? I think Miramax was under Disney, too, um, where they've had rated R movies under these other sub-brands. Marvel is very, like, clearly a Disney product. Like, mainstream Disney product. Everyone knows it. To have the fact that a rated R Marvel film is now going to exist officially, I think is a very big deal. Right? Because we had Logan, but that was a Fox property. Now we're going to have an actual Marvel, a Disney Marvel rated R movie. It'll be very intriguing to see how it ends up. Because either it'll be really cool or it could be really bad. I think it could go either way. What I'm more excited about, as I said before, is that it looks like the MCU might be going in more interesting directions, which gives me some hope. I, I, I'm not looking at this through rose-tinted glasses, though. I'm not looking at this expecting to have all the problems fixed. I still have a lot of skepticism when it comes to Disney's product, when it comes to how Disney is running the MCU. However, to know that we're going to have a film like Doctor Strange as more of a horror film directed by Sam Raimi. That is really cool and could be really great. We're going to have a Deadpool 3 rated R officially in the MCU. Again, could be really cool and really great, especially for future films with Ryan Reynolds' rated R character floating around in other PG-13 films. Again, they could have a lot of fun with that. And also Blade, right? They're, they're, they're going to reboot Blade. And now that Deadpool has been confirmed rated R, there's a good chance that Blade will also receive an R rating when either its film or series or whatever they decide to do with it comes out. So I feel like there is a lot of potential in the future of the MCU going in these more unique directions. Because we all know MCU has become very flat. Marvel movies and big budget films have become very, very flat. Very boring, to be honest. I was not a fan of Endgame, as you all know at this point. I was not a fan. I was not a fan of Endgame. But just to know that some of the films, at least a few, 
of the upcoming projects that they have could actually be really cool and interesting and go breaking the mold, essentially, could be a good thing. Call me an optimistic in this one case. I'm cynical on a lot of things, but color me an optimist when it comes to this, but very, very, very small. I'm mostly a cynic when it comes to this stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, Modalicious, thank you for the $2 super chat, says Disney 2021 forward will forward FWD will just be the Mort of oh, Mort of the month. Did, did you mean like monster of the month? FWD for, oh, I'm trying to, trying to figure that out. Hmm. I don't understand what that is. Modalicious has tagged me. Odin question in the chat, and once I get to it eventually, because I'm behind the chat by a lot, I'll try and respond to it. But thank you for the super chat, man. If you meant like it would be like a monster of the month, I don't know. Uh, anyway, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Where were we in the chat? Um, Mark Oquist tagged and says, My movie theater is open, and I'm planning to see three films on Saturday. Mark Oquist, dude, yes. Support your local theater, man. That's awesome. Super Anime Gamer, what's going on? Super says, regarding theaters, I think doing two for the price of one would be a cool idea. My only question is whether studios will grant theaters access to the movies. I feel like they're going to have to. I've been mentioning this in my box office videos. If you look at what HBO, what Warner Brothers, AT&T are planning to do with their properties, they're just giving away money. They're just going to bleed money. So I feel like they kind of need to get as many people in theaters as possible. And if they were going to release, even if it's an older film, I think that could be a great incentive to get more people to go. Like, for instance, if they're going to release a movie that maybe has a previous film or they're going to release a film that's a reboot of something. Imagine if they were to say, you'll get the original and the remake back to back. That could be a way to sell it. And also, it costs the studio then very little to bring that older film out of their vault to give access to the theater with. So it really, I think, becomes a win-win for them. But no, it is a fair point to bring up. But I think that the studios kind of will have no option at this point because it's not looking good for them at all. Bruce says, this is all very 1984. It's so scary. No, I agree, dude. It's insane. The fact that 84, 1984 is at the top sellers list on Amazon and other locations Shows you a lot of people feel the same way. It's kind of crazy. 13th Warrior says, Cancel culture is disturbingly even spreading to banks and financial institutions. Dude, it's been there for a while. I mean, I'm on Subscribestar. And thank you, everyone, that, that supports me on Subscribestar. J-Rod the Beer Guru. He's, he's one of my supporters over there. And they used to be able to... They, they used to have a connection with PayPal. PayPal took away their access. They took away one of the ways in which uh, they could pay out their creators. They could pay out their members over there. And so it's been happening for a long time now. But no, it is insane, right? Stripe has 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 taken off access from people selling Trump merchandise, for instance, right? That's just one example. You you have other companies too that are shutting down people's access. What was it? Deutsche Bank Deutsche Bank said that they will no longer uh, do any type of dealings at all with Trump and his organization. I mean, yeah, it's insane. When the banks are no longer allowing you to be a person. What the hell can you do? That's why it is scary. That's why, as I said, I, I'm I'm leaning towards at least branching off into um, into cryptocurrency because it is decentralized, and I feel like it is a way in which people can get around some of these things. 
So, yeah, it's it's incredibly interesting to see this stuff happen, though. See, Evan S. tagged and says, I know this is off topic, but I'm considering putting my religious art, statues, and books into the walls of my apartment to save them from the purge. The French Revolution is coming. I wouldn't go that far. I, I think that your religious art and statues will probably be okay. Um, I, I would say that we should at least prepare for, you know, prepare for the worst, right? Ex- or rather, expect the worst, you know, prepare for the best, or whatever, however the expression goes. So I would say it would actually be more apt to invest in things like just a, a food supply. So I'm actually going to probably try and get one of those 25-year shelf life, two, four, two or four-week food supplies. The CDC even says you should have it already in case of flood or natural disaster. So just to have it. Also, I'm looking to try and start investing in not really going, I'm not going to go full on prepper, but at least a couple of things like a life straw, right? A way in which you can convert almost any water into clean drinking water, having a water supply, right? An emergency water supply, emergency uh, water stock, Um, you know, having, you know, something that I can make a fire with, for instance, right? So just basic things that you should probably already have anyway, but actually like having like a backpack with, with these key elements in there, just in case you know, something were to happen or, you know, the thing that scares me most, to be honest, I'm more afraid of an EMP, to be honest. I, I think that the more likely dystopian future you could look at would be just everyone just exploding EMPs all over the place, cutting out power and all electronics, essentially, frying it all. And I think that could actually be really, really, really bad. So that's why I think I would put more stock into preparing for things like that than for people coming into my home and taking things. We, we live in a very large country. We live in a very large country. Things are absolutely crazy, I, I admit. But most people are definitely not in the position. They did a poll recently about how many of you would be wanting to split the United States into two different countries. And 25% of people said they would. 25% of all people said either they would strongly or they would somewhat. So somewhere in those ranges. So you still have like 75% of, of the country that says, no, not really, or I have no opinion on the matter. Vast majority of people say no. So I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as that. But again, maybe that's just an optimistic point of view on that. Rosie G12 says, Mines and Gab will not be immune from the attack of the left. No, I mean, Gab has survived the attack, though. Gab's on its own servers, which is why things are so slow there. Mines is decentralized. Right, Mines relies a lot on the blockchain. So Mines actually does have some protection for that very reason because it's a decentralized platform. It's not relying on other things. Another reason why I like it. Rosie G12 says, look at the movies from 1939. Great films that have aged well. Yeah, absolutely. Pat S says, 1939 was the one of the best years ever for movies. Yeah, that's one of the cool things is I've been going back year, year and year. Like if you go on my website, you can find a link in the description, ombreviews.home.blog. You'll find that I'm doing movie reviews, like little grades, essentially, for all the films I saw in any given year. I'm back down to 2012. But it's amazing because there's some years where I'm like, oh, there were a lot of A-level films in this year. So it's been kind of cool to see that come out and be like, oh, wow, looking at all the times I gave a film an A, I'm like, oh, okay, this was a strong year. We've had a, we've had a couple of strong years the last 10 years, 20 years even, to be honest let alone, you know, 80 years. 
Uh, let's see, Super Tagged and says, I don't know what scares me more, Amazon deplatforming Parler, the tech industry bullying companies out of adopting Parler, or the idiot authoritarians who think this is all a good idea. They all go together. But right now, it's Amazon deplatforming. I mean, the fact that you have a company that can essentially erase you from existence with no repercussions is, is kind of scary. Let's see. Uh, Modalicious, thank you for the $5 SS Super Chat, and says, No, Wizard Mag's bad character rating scale was called the Mort of the Month. Using the Mortometer, bad characters like the Waffler and the Walrus. Okay, what's Wizard Mag's? I'm sorry, again, if that's a comic reference, I am not a comic person. Uh, so as I said, Modalicious, just just put something in the, in the regular chat. You don't have to worry about Super Chatting again. Um, uh, hopefully that makes sense for people that maybe know what that is. I, I do not. Um, but anyway, I think that the mindset that you're trying to get at, though, is that Marvel is going to be going towards really bad characters instead. And I think they definitely are pushing that, right? They're going with Captain Marvel. They're going with Miss Marvel, right? We already know they're doing that kind of thing. But you do still have some of the cool characters like Deadpool, um, Blade being brought back, too. So there's some potential. Uh, Rosie G12 says, 1939, you had the films Gone with the Wind, classic. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, incredibly underrated movie, by the way. The Wizard of Oz, obviously. Uh, Ganga Din and Goodbye, Mr. Chips. I've actually not seen those last two films. I've heard of Goodbye, Mr. Chips, because isn't that based off a book? I don't know. Animation Commentator, tagged at 744. I'll be deleting all my Facebook accounts and pages in roughly a month. Animation Commentator, I do not blame you a bit. Facebook, I think, out of all the companies, is a sinking ship. Um, especially with the massive amount of money it's losing, with the lawsuits, or, or, or with the um, investigation that's being done into them. Yeah, it's definitely a good time to start looking into alt platforms. To me, I think Minds is the most secure, though, just because it is, again, decentralized. Also, there's a way. This is kind of weird. It's kind of interesting. There's something called the permaweb. I didn't know this existed. But essentially, you can post something on Minds, and you can list it as being, if you want it to, to be listed and to be put onto the permaweb. And it warns you saying, just so you know, if you do this, it will never be deleted. It will always exist because essentially it's backed up in the blockchain. It's like, whoa, that's pretty amazing. That's amazing that they can do that. Again, another reason why I am a big fan. All right. Uh, POC Preserver of Culture Tagging says, in relation to Blade, what is your favorite horror film? Do you like serious horror film, exorcist, or comedy horror film like The Evil Dead, Slasher, or Monster? Also, to give my email. Um, so, POC, I've already answered the question. I got your email. So, the second time I've answered that. And also, someone else, if not you, asked me that question earlier. So, I'm not going to answer it again. Thirsty Warrior at 744 says, inciting violence is reprehensible, but the legal parameters of doing so are so very narrow and specific. Yeah. Again, I, I will never condone acts of violence, ever. Um, Alright, let's see. Nathan Slade tagged, what did you think of Boss Baby? Not good. I did not like it at all, to be honest. Tina B, well, Jody checks off all the boxes for Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars. She's white, has a British accent, and her acting range is plank level. So yeah, I could see her going to Star Wars, or say or so says the rumors. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to fight back on the acting. Because Jodie Whittaker is in a movie called Attack the Block. Actually, she's in that movie with uh, with the guy. <laughs> I'm blanking out on his name. This is terrible. But anyway. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Anyway, Attack the Block. Great British film. She's great in the film. She's great in that movie. I mean, and she's not a star, but she's great. She's solid in that movie. 
So I think that it has more to do with the direction and the writing as to why her character is so bad on Doctor Who. I'm gonna I'm just gonna be honest there. And then Daisy Ridley, I don't think she's a bad actress. She just hasn't been given anything good to really try in. All right, so I'm not gonna go after her for that. Uh, CW Trixie Tagged says, "Saw Anna, that Star Wars girl, reading the first issue of High Republic, and it's a bad start that <laughs> surprises no one." Well, I, I've again, I've been listening or, or I've been reading um, one of our own, Laura, uh, waiting for an Androtic because she's she's done a couple of live tweets as she's been listening to the audiobook of the first High Republic book, and man, it sounds terrible. David Stout says, "I lost my old account because of they because they accused my comment as hate speech." Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know what you said, but um, yeah. Uh, Rob D says, good B-movies would be SJW Splatterhouse and Big Tech B-Town. <laughs> Matthew Highland Tag says, thank you, Odin people. Get one taste of decent Disney Star Wars, and they lose their minds over it. Yeah. Again, for anyone that enjoyed it, I'm not going to go after them, but I- I'm just going to be honest from what I think. Father says, Deadpool, Dead Presidents. Yes, it's from the marketing page. Nice. Thank you for that context, too, Father. Waiting for Nerdrotic says, even dead George Washington would kick some serious ass. Nice. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. <laughs> uh, Modalicious says, Bird Box was about 5G towers. Oh, wait a minute. What am I thinking of? Wasn't Bird Box the one with, uh, what's her name on Netflix? Wasn't that the one where, like, they couldn't, they couldn't see anything? What am I missing here? What am I missing here? Rosie D12, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is horror sci-fi funny. I've heard of that film. Never seen it myself. George Morales II, welcome here. Experiment 626, boop, uh, boop, bop, beep. Welcome to the chat. Appreciate you being here. All right, chat has jumped on me once again like it always does. Um, let's see. Looks like some comments may have been skipped. Um, no, no comments were skipped. Great. Uh, but we are getting close to the end. We're not at members only yet, but just keep in mind that eventually I will have to go to members only uh, in order to end at the uh, hour and a half mark, as I like to do. All right, let's see. Back over to my DLAF fam real quick. Captain J-Rod the Beer Guru, thank you so very much for the diamond donation. I really appreciate it, man. He says, have a good one, Odin. Time to go. Catch you later. Well, thank you, Captain J-Rod. I appreciate you. Thank you. Daniel Thorne says, Odin with five banks blocking business with Trump. Do you think they'll block conservatives? They get scared amongst other groups and do a bank run. Yeah, I think that the chance of other conservative voices being limited absolutely is possible. Which is why I'm hoping that the courts are able to somehow get involved and and stop some of this deplatforming from happening. But even more so, I really hope that we're able to get enough people in Washington within the next couple of years, because obviously we have to wait an election cycle. I don't care what letters next to their name. I just want them to be people that are pro-free speech, that are against deep platforming, and will actually actively go against and fight against these giant corporations that do this stuff. So whether it's someone like a Tulsi Gabbard or someone like a Rand Paul, I just want them to be able to be willing to fight against these systems. Daniel Thorne. Imagine if they could get a stimulus bill passed at the same speed they do an impeachment document. Yes, yeah, seriously, man. Think about that for a second. But here's, we already know why. Remember, Nancy Pelosi herself admitted eight months she sat on a COVID relief bill and she said, now we can pass this because we have a new president. She played politics. 
She played politics. It's disgusting. Jakey Buck 76. Then you need some Faraday bags to put your electronics in. Yeah, that's right. I uh, the site I'm looking at does have Faraday bags. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Ooh, I wonder if you can create I wonder if you can like build a house that has like integration of that kind of coverage to like protect your house from that kind of thing. That'd be really cool. Daniel Thorne. The Korean satellite Morning Star flies over the U.S. every day and is capable of unleashing an EMP. Government is prepared for it. We aren't. Damn, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Daniel Thorne. Blackouts happening in various places around the world it is only a matter of time till it happens here and it will be a disaster. No, seriously. Think about how much and how often Americans rely on technology. You know, all of our money is digital, whether it's cryptocurrency, that's the one downfall to it, or it's the digital banking scheme. Imagine if all that is inaccessible. Like, it's just, yeah, we're not ready for it. You're right. And chaos would ensue. And it's the chaos that would actually cause the most damage, not the actual loss of power and connection. It's how we would react to the loss of connection. Let's see. Camden Heist, thank you for the five ice cream donations. I appreciate it. Thank you. Daniel Thorne, thank you for the three ice cream donations. You are the best. Um, Let me go ahead and get rid of these Turkish trolls. Bye-bye, Turkish trolls. See you later. Yeah. And then I don't know what that is. All I see is genocide and you're gone. No, thank you. (laughs) Daniel Thorne, thank you, though, very much for the ice cream donations. You're the best. All right, back over into YouTube. We've got about 10 minutes left. Thursday the Warrior says, The courts are using procedurals like standing latches so they can be Pontius Pilate. Pretty much. They're like, "Ah, we wash our hands of it. And it's like, this is your job. You're supposed to be getting involved in these cases. Yep. It's a great comparison. Nathan Slay. Unbreakable is Shyamalan's best movie and his most underrated one, while The Sixth Sense is his most overrated movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's his most overrated film, um, but if you... Yeah, I mean, I, I personally like The Sixth Sense. Let's see. All right. Uh, Tina, thank you for letting me know that it was accidental. Uh, hologram nunchuck tag says the Miyagi grave scene in season one is a plus plus pacing of the editing is gold. Yeah, no, seriously. So many amazing moments in Cobra Kai. It's such a great series. Animation commentator says Shazam is not only the best DC movie. It's also the best superhero Christmas movie. That's a good point. I forget that. Absolutely. It is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Nathan Slay says, have you seen battlefield earth? No, but I want to because I hear how terrible it is, but hilariously terrible. Super says it's too good not to share Twitter release. Oh, trust me. I, I I've already shared this. If you follow me on minds, you'll see that I've already actually shared this, but I'll, I'll read it anyway. It says Twitter released a statement on the countries and providers blocking social media sites. They condemned it and claimed it violates basic human rights. Yes. So apparently there were elections in Uganda. And so Twitter con- quit uh, Twitter criticized 
the blocking of sites. They criticize it happening in Uganda. And they say, this is the basic human right. Oh, really, Twitter? Tell me about Parler. Tell me about Parler and the president and conservative voices that you're silencing on a daily basis. Um, I just read Heimdall, and I don't know why it says this. So, for... <laughs> so, for when... <laughs> So for when it shares my website, before the link to the website, it says devaluing. And I'm like, why does it say devaluing? <laughs> it's supposed to say, like, if you want to support the channel, click this link. But instead, it just says devaluing. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Heimdall, you're so crazy. Rob D says, uh, no such thing as truth. But Biden said we chose we choose truth over fact. <laughs> He did say that, didn't he? Oh, what a crazy old man. Uh, Michael Sewiff says, There is a kink song that echoes Biden's steel song. Steel song? From the new leader's point of view. Yeah, I'm going to change the world. Going to use a little manipulation and going to build a new civilization. Yeah. It's it's a propaganda campaign. It's a propaganda war. And it's we're the ones stuck in the middle of it. Dark Shadow Logan, welcome to the channel. Glad to see you in the chat. 13th Warrior says, for Deadpool 4, who would be the best female Deadpool? No, Thirsty. No, no, Patui. I spit at you. I spit at you. How dare you? I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to honor that with a response. Rhetorical Thrill, thank you for being a member on the channel. Uh, he tagged and says, I'm slightly optimistic because Ryan Reynolds has shown that he cares about the character in the films. Yes, he has. And he's got a little bit more power than he used to when that first started off as well. He owns a cell company now, people. He owns Mint Mobile. Haven't you seen his commercials? Dude, he was able to bring back Rick Moranis. He was able to bring Rick Moranis back. If he can bring Rick Moranis back, he can save the Deadpool franchise. I'm just going to say that. Fact. That's a fact right there. If you can bring back Rick Moranis to the screen, even if it's in a commercial, you can do anything. <laughs> Uh, animation commentator tag says Disney is dead to me anyway that phony mouse might as well go rated R it's only fitting that Disney takes its family friendly mask off yeah I totally hear the sentiment I know that uh, Tina definitely shares that with you uh, Rosie 12 is a member blockbusters are formulaic now and make me yawn or enraged if they're woke or both that's some feat yes yeah, seriously to be both bored and angered at the same time Modalicious tag says no wizard magazines mortometer I don't know wizard magazine uh, ask Gary, he says. Okay. Well, I would ask Gary, but it would be two years later. And then he'd say, wait, wait a minute. Wait, you asked me a question. Much love to you, Gary. I love you, Gary, so much. I'm so glad that you're on Minds. <laughs> Pat S. says, boy, did Box Office Mojo sell out to IMDb just in time. Yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's a good point. Sadly, though, right? Because Box Office Mojo used to be so great. I loved Box Office Mojo. I loved diving into the numbers. I loved looking at all the charts. And then they changed the whole format, and it was awful. And there was a group that was actually trying to bring back the old Box Office Mojo, like with the same formatting and style. And it got a lot of attention early on, and then the developers just abandoned it. And it's so sad because I was so excited for them to do that. All right, let us see here. 
Thursday with Warriors member, just don't allow your questionable posters, art, etc. be visible on yours or your child's Zoom meetings. Yeah, seriously. I'm actually in a luckier situation only because I'm in a great state, the great state of Tennessee, and I am in a private school. So I'm in a much better scenario, I think. Soul Assassin tagged and says, invest in lots of leather, gasoline, and bullets. We're entering the Mad Max era. No, I mean, if you're going to want to invest in things that will last even post-apocalypse, yeah, things like leather. But as I said, I think that if we're going to do anything, food, water, those are going to be two crucial items. So I'd much rather invest in things that either I can really use in the case of emergency or tools that I can use in case of emergency um, more so than other things that really don't matter as much. Matthew Highland says, got to head out now. It's time for Leonardo DiCaprio Thon with my sister and her friends. Last week we started with Titanic. We are on Inception this week. Well, I hope you enjoy that. Leo, he's an insane person, but man, good, good actor. Uh, Golden Ration, I see this. It was misspelled, but I do see it. He says, how much hype on the film featured by Daily Wire? I've heard great things. I've heard that it's not the greatest film ever, but I, I, some people who've gotten early screeners for it have said like 7, 7.5 out of 10, which for a first film from a completely independent studio is pretty good. I heard Thomas Jane's in it. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I, I hear Thomas Jane's in it. Let's see. Super says, yeah, that's what's happening to Trump's business is insane. Uh, what these banks are doing is actually fascist. I mean, yeah, seriously, not allowing a person to have access to banking is crazy. Dude, Trump just needs to buy full end of cryptocurrency and <laughs> just get off the grid. That'd be amazing. Nathan Slay says, wait, is Odin actually positive about the future of some of the MCU movies? Is this world ending? No. Thursday the Warrior says, crypto and blockchain is the way to go in the future. Yeah, as long as there is technology and a signal, I totally agree with you, Thursday the Warrior. I was actually watching, because on uh, if you do uh, Coinbase, uh, which is one of the many different crypto wallets that you can get, there's a way to get free cryptocurrency if you use it, though. And you just watch these little videos, you answer questions to show that you were paying attention, basically. And one of them was really cool, because it mentioned how, real-world scenario, if you want to, let's say you're someone in the United States and you want to send some money to maybe a family member in another country, typically you have to pay crazy transfer fees. But with cryptocurrency, you're able to do it with very little transfer. Uh, and you're able to universally receive it and transfer it into whatever currency you need it. So, you know, a cryptocurrency, absolutely. There's a lot of potential there. I want to learn a lot more about it. Soul Assassin says, we can't split the country because we'll be weaker for our enemies to take a shot at us. And y'all need us Texans to fight with y'all. That's the thing, though, is that we're always told that. I don't know if I buy it. In 2021, I don't I don't know if I buy that as something that would happen. Modalicious says, holy crap, baskets. How old? How old? How old? Is that what you meant? <laughs> Hologram Nunchucks says, isn't Gone with the Wind the reigning champ for the box office ticket sold? Yeah, when you adjust for inflation... Number one all-time box office, not even just tickets sold, but actually like money made, was Gone with the Wind because tickets were a lot cheaper back then. Modalicious tagged again says, "Holy crap, baskets! How old are you? I just need to hang out with Gary." <laughs> Seriously, Gary is your man. Trust me, I know that for a fact. 
Uh, the Twicky Kid, thank you very much for signing up on Minds. I appreciate it, man. Nathan Slay says, 1989 is one of the best years for movies. Leave the Weapon 2, Batman, Indiana Jones, and Last Crusade, Back to the Future Part 2. Those are all pretty great. Those are all pretty fantastic. Uh, let me see who signed up over on on DLive. David Mac 15 thank you for using the referral link. TwickyKid01, thank you very much for using the referral link. I appreciate that greatly. Um, let's see, anyone else who used the referral link that I need to shout out? Uh, Grand, Grand Moff Miranda, thank you for using the referral link. I appreciate that. Don't know if you're watching right now. Joe, thank you for using the referral link as well. And then back to Eric K. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you still want to sign up for Mines, pretty cool alternative uh, social media site, there is a referral link in the description of the video, and it does help out. Get a little, I get a little crypto bump uh, for anyone that uses it and goes through the process. Uh, let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, shop smart. Shop smart. Army of Darkness. So good. So good. Tina B says, also from 39, John Ford's Stagecoach, the movie that made John Wayne a star, Wuthering Heights with Olivier and Merle Oberon. Goodbye, Mr. Chips, if it wasn't already mentioned. It was. Good stuff. All right. We are over time. Oh, crap. We're over time. All right. So members only from this point forward. Uh, I prefer uh, Thirteenth Warrior. I prefer the 1969 Peter O'Toole version of Goodbye, Mr. Chips, but I've got to give it up to Robert Dunat, an excellent actor in an Oscar-winning role. Very, very cool. All right. So, again, members only. Members only. Um, Let's see. All right. That was not for me. That was also not for me. Father says Unbreakable was meh. Well, Father, you're meh. Your opinion is no longer valid here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Orange Hat Reviews, as a member, says, Lady in the Water may not have been good, but I really love the score. That was some top tier. I subjectively liked it. M. Night Shyamalan has some good works, but mostly on the subjective level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've not ever seen Lady in the Water myself because I've just always heard how bad it is. But yeah, even bad films can have a lot of good scores. Pat S says, send Uganda, send Uganda your minds link quick. Yeah, send it. Send it quick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Pat S then says, yes, now Rick Moranis is recognized on the streets of New York City. Oh, man. that that whole When that happened, it was like, you might as well punch America in the face if you pinch. I know he's Canadian, but still, you might as well punch America in the face if you do that. Because he, did, he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, damn it. That was American childhood. Father Christopher Miller says, have you seen Once Upon a Deadpool? It's Deadpool 2, but PG-13, and told to Fred Savage by Deadpool, a la The Princess Bride. Uh, I've, I've seen clips of it, um, but I heard it It really didn't add much because it was just a couple of things. Super says, Amazon and Google stock is in decline too right now, huzzah. Yeah, seriously, they're they're plummeting, and I don't think, if you look long-term, because every, every market's going to be up and down uh, depending on the day, but I think that over time, you're going to see that those are going to fall pretty quickly. Pat S says, who runs Barter Town? Pat S then says, well, just master now. Slash of Neons, which, oh, sorry, that was not. So again, members only, sorry. Thirdly Warrior says, Fox just reporting the CNN airport network is done. There goes 95% of its audience. Yeah, I heard that too. So CNN is, is axing in March. They're axing the airport network, which I'm thrilled about because if I ever start flying again, it means I don't have to ever worry about seeing the damn CNN on. 
Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Any other members? Orange Hair Review says, always watch to see if you may or may not like it yourself. Who knows? You may like some of it. Lady in the Water, that is. Just based on the trailer, I just I don't have much interest in it. I'm just going to be honest. All right. Over on DLive, JKDBuck76, how about SJW survive an EMP if they can't get on Twitter to gripe about the patriarchy and the 800 genders? It's a fair point. It is their lifeblood. Will Gentry says, Rick Moranis, bah, you have no idea how much I would love to punch America in the face, especially now. Damn you, Will Gentry. Damn you. Rick Moranis is a saint. <laughs> All righty. And let's see. Anyone else? That is it. All right. Thank y'all very much. It's been a fun show. It's been a fun night. Thank you all very much um, for uh, for being over here tonight. Rajesh, I see your comments. Uh, yeah, I, I do have up. I do upload my videos on Odyssey. So it, it, my my channel is mirrored over there. So there's plenty of ways to watch my videos. My live streams also eventually get transferred over to these platforms too. So again, I upload videos to Rumble, to Odyssey. I'm uploading my videos to Minds now as well. Uh, live streams are just going to be on YouTube. I do upload them as podcasts though. So you can listen to them as podcasts in the future. But Odyssey does, because of the mirror the mirroring feature... It does have that uh, ability to to host those live streams after the fact as well. So yeah, tons of ways to follow me. Check out all the links in the description below if you want to find out ways to do that. If you want to support the channel, tons of ways to support the channel as well. Again, there is now a cryptocurrency option as well. And it is, of course, anything is very, very much appreciated. Uh, anyway, uh, before we end tonight, got to shout out my members who are at the Army of Asgard and Keeper of the Bifrost level on YouTube. AliC83. Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Hat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for being my members over on the YouTubes. Everyone in the chat tonight, thank you to everyone that donated. So, Mo Delicious, Dames Dashe, Your Muslim Uncle, Michael Skewith, thank you for several donations there. Mo Delicious as well. Uh, James Miss Martin Muses, uh, thank y'all very much for being very supportive tonight. It's been awesome. Great, great fun night. Make sure you follow me over on Minds. Again, if you look at the description, you'll see there is a referral link down there. If you use that link to sign up for Minds, which is a pretty cool alternative, uh, you can help out the channel um, because I get a little bit of a bump from the uh, from you signing up using the link. I get a little bit of a crypto bump there. It's not a whole lot, but hey, it's something. And it's a way to boost posts and transfer them and be, have it become Ethereum and all that stuff. Stuff that I don't fully understand myself yet. But again, it's a decentralized platform. It is pro-free speech. Again, it bases its rules completely off the First Amendment. And it has a community process to really judge any problems that go forward. So you guys are all amazing. Thank you so very much for being here tonight. The K-Man, Soul Assassin, Slice of Neons, Rosie 12 Eric K., uh, huge shout out, of course, to my Valkyrie, Tina. Really do appreciate you being in the chat tonight. Did I not see Steph? Was she not supposed to be here tonight? Was she busy? Normally, I feel like I always shout her out. But yeah, I'm just making sure. I just want to make sure I didn't forget her because I, I know that she always gets mad when I when I don't see her. But I did not see her. So um, shout out to Steph, though, too. Um, Steph, uh, she was here, but her dog got sick. No, oh no. That must have happened during the gaps when the chat skipped. Uh, so very sorry. Prayers to you, Steph. Hope the doggy is okay. Hope the doggy gets better. But thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina, the Empress of the Universe, for helping out. And of course, thank you also to Laura. Uh, waiting for I almost called you just Nerdrotic. Thank you, Laura. Waiting for Nerdrotic. 
and also Alex McCarthy, who are both also mods on the channel too. So anyway, you guys are all amazing people. JKDBuck76, thank you for the lemon donation. I very much appreciate it very much. America. Will Gentry says, oh, Rick is great, but America is being serious <laughs> a-hole right now. Ah, uh, I see what you mean there. Yeah. Must respect, of course, Rick Moranis. You guys are awesome. Have a wonderful night, everyone. And as always, God bless.